Hey, Brooke, how you doing today? <laughs> Super. How are you? Doing well. Thank you. Are you a little sleepy? I'm trying to wake up. <laughs> no, that well, it's been uh, we had a full moon this weekend, so or this week, so that yeah, a lot of people are feeling that way. Yeah, the mm. last couple ones didn't really seem to affect me or others, but this one, I was like, whoa, oh, we're all of us crazies around this this one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's there's some truth to that for sure because I yeah. definitely have been seeing that uh and hearing about that from a lot of people. So I think yeah, you're I've been howling. Song. <laughs> makes you feel better Hello. <laughs> <laughs> well thank you for uh you know obviously as always thanks it's always good to have you and all of you out there listening thank you we have uh all right so honestly guys we have a great show lined up for you today in that we are going to walk you through how to meditate step by step um, this is, this literally is a course that I offer. Um, we're just going to give it to you because, um, you know, we got to stop playing around. Like we are here to spread light and love and I'm not here to, you know, to be a billionaire or make a ton of money or anything like that. We are here to provide you guys with the knowledge that you need to be the best versions of yourself and, to be that light and love for so many others to follow uh, both while we're here and after we're gone. So, um, so let's get to it. <laughs> yeah, it definitely ain't about the money. I quit my school job to work in a chicken store. <laughs> it's not about the money right now. Mm -mm, totally not. It is not. Oh man. All right, Chris, teach us how to meditate. I know yeah. I can always do some pointers. Yeah. So, all right. Well, first meditation, what is it? It is so many people believe meditation is a clearing of the mind, which is really not an accurate, an accurate view of what meditation is. Meditation is a focus of the mind and that focus can be on anything really that you want it to be. Uh, and there are, we're going to get into the different types of meditations, but it's a focus of the mind. So just to give you a quick, for instance, you could focus on your breath. That is a focus of the mind. It is not necessarily clearing. It's just you focusing on the feelings of breathing, you focusing on the, uh, the uh, rise and fall of your belly as you breathe. It's so focus. And what it provides you is, and we've said this a number of times on the podcast, is that it provides you with an awareness that then can give you an opportunity to make a choice of high vibration or low vibration, and hopefully you're choosing high. Now, when you are meditating, when you are focusing your mind, you are also letting go of all judgment you are also letting go of all expectations. So you don't want to be in the, you know, too often we have these feelings of whatever they are and we judge those feelings. Oh, why do I feel sad? Why do I feel angry? And I judge that. I don't like this feeling. Meditation and your focus of the mind, you really sit more in an observatory fashion of those feelings rather than a judgment of them. So you let go of that judgment and you let go of the expectation that 
in every meditation, you're going to get this from it, whatever that expectation is. Just- okay, I'm already doing a little bit better than I thought, because I always say like I suck at meditation, mm-hmm. but I'm already doing better than I thought because br- the breathing part is something I will do all throughout the day. Mm-hmm. You know, even at night before I go to bed, if I say I want to meditate and I'm like, no, I don't. I'm just going to sit here and count breaths. <laughs> I didn't realize I was meditating anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and yes, as soon as I get like any point throughout the day, as soon as I start getting that feeling in my gut, like whether I feel like something's bothering me or whether I feel like, you know, I just heard something that got me in a way or saw something that got me in a way, I go right to breathing. Like just naturally. Yes. Like I said, I think I'm doing better than I thought. I go right to breathing every time. Totally. And okay. that's, yeah. So that's, that's a, a really good case of awareness that you have there. And, and a perfect, when you are feeling it in any kind of situation, when you are feeling this low vibrational feeling or this overwhelming sense, any time that you can, notice that become aware of that feeling and take even a few minutes to sit and focus your mind you are then retraining your nervous system to handle that differently you are releasing that judgment which also helps raise your vibration when you can sit in in an observation of something without judgment just noticement of it that's a huge huge part of all of this and also, as we said, was retraining your mind on how to handle it. Now, next to meditation, because we are going to talk to about mindfulness, mindfulness. So meditation is when you are taking a some time to literally focus the mind. Mindfulness is when you when you are completely present in that moment. And so meditation, you're intentionally sitting down, standing up, lying down, whatever way you want to meditate and truly focusing your mind. Mindfulness, on the other hand, is being present in that very moment. So say you're washing your hands, you feel the uh, soap between your hands as you're rubbing them together. You can smell the scent of the soap. You can feel the temperature of the water and you are completely in that moment. Uh, there's a, there's a, if you're eating, you are literally savoring every moment of that bite of that chew. You, you uh, can smell the food in your nose. You can uh, taste it in your throat. These are all part of being mindful and Also, so mindfulness just augments your meditation process when you can train yourself to be very mindful. And again, letting go of judgments as well, letting go of expectations in that moment, you are only increasing your meditation ability uh, to become better at it. I wish there was a better word for it because the word I always use is that triggered feeling, but I mean, that's fine. Um, But I know with mindfulness for me, it's what reminds me to be mindful is getting that like feeling of anxiety, like that triggered feeling, Mm -hmm. you know, it's like I could be, I could stop at a friend's house real quick. And all of a sudden inside of me is like, oh, but Brooke, you have to do X, Y, and Z. You know, you've got to hurry up here and you've got to, you've got to get moving to your next thing. That's usually my hint to go, but right now I'm with Diana. And there's nothing more important than what me and Diana are doing at this time. Mm. And I'm having a human contact and this is where I am right now. And this is where I'm going to be. 
So it's usually that feeling that we all like label negative, that that's always the feeling that reminds me that I have to take a deep breath and be more in this moment. Beautiful. Yes, absolutely. That you absolutely right. Great representation of being mindful. Absolutely. Love that. So every time I get that, oh, hurry, 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 Brooke feeling is that's more hinting me to, oh, no, I'm not going to hurry. Now I'm going to make sure I get more into this moment that I'm in. (laughs) (laughs) I played with rocks yesterday. I lined rocks up along my fence. (laughs) (laughs) And I had a million things that I said I was going to do. And I started this and I kept going, I have to get inside. I have to get inside and clean. I have to go do this. I have to go do that. And I kept going, but I'm having a great time playing with my rocks right now. Yo, that is seriously, guys, ladies, gentlemen, that is amazing what Brooke is saying right there. And absolutely huge in the aspect of mindfulness, because what's happening there is her nervous system is saying, no, 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 no. We have been moving so quickly our entire lives. We now need, we need to keep doing that. And that is the direct opposite of what we need to do. We need to slow down and be aware of those feelings because it is in those moments that you're getting communication, you're getting guidance. Like she could be seeing a fox at that moment, a hawk, an owl, and uh, that could be an indication, a sign from something. She could also be receiving internal communication at those moments. It could be keeping her from something. Now, you don't want to overthink it. You just want to be right. in the moment. Yeah. So, yeah. I always try to pick at least like whether it's uh, I, I know we all, you know, we say we don't have time. We say we don't have time. But if I think about how much time my fingers will scroll on social media, believe me, we all have way more time than we think. Yep. So and this for me, that being able to sit and play with rocks for me has been a three year process. I probably really started practicing mindfulness hardcore like three years ago. So it's taken me that long to finally get to this place. But at the same time, I was a lot more extreme than the average person because I am always go, 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 busy, 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 mm-hmm. you know, for 40 years, you know, so, but it, it took me a solid three years to get to where I can sit down and play with rocks. <laughs> no, beautiful. I mean, that's awesome. I'm sure you're not alone there. So yeah, nice. So, all right. Next one is, uh, why do we meditate? We meditate to create awareness. That awareness is crucial because in that awareness, why we also meditate is the triangle. We, we are separating. We are creating distance between our thoughts, emotions, thoughts and emotions are one, words and actions. We are looking so often do we feel something and then that starts to drive the way that we act, the way that we and the way that we speak or vice versa. We uh, we say something and then that starts to drive um, our other two, the thoughts and the actions. So we need to create separation there. And that separation can allow us to make these choices. So if we feel something that could be perceived as low vibration, that awareness, we can then say, okay, but I want to disconnect that. And I want to speak positively and do something positive. And As we say here all the time, any two that you connect is a ton of energy. If you can connect all three, it's that that is an amazingly intense energy. And once you notice the thoughts in a particular direction, 
and you start to talk and do something that's positive, you're going to bring uh, more positive, positive energy to those thoughts and emotions and start to change them. Now, like Brooke said, this is a process and takes could take a long time. Now, there's no there's no, hey, this is always going to take three years or this is always going to take a month. It's yeah. going to take however long it's it takes you to do it. Yeah. How, how committed are you to the process of actually doing it? Meditating. Yeah. It's like, yeah, but it's, it's a whole different world. Like once you create this new awareness, you're living in a whole different world. It's like mm -hmm. yesterday I was triggered by two phone calls from two of the people that love me the most in the world, but they seem to always get me at the worst times. And so my head was like, at these two people. I'm walking up the driveway, a wish flies by, I catch the wish, and that I sent love to those two people that I was just about, you know, and then literally like that, it was released and I'd sent them love. So the more aware, like the more you practice these techniques, you will be able to correct yourself like this and turn yourself around immediately. Like once you're retrained, the world is so much more different and so beautiful. Like what are the odds that that wish flew by at that exact moment? And that I had the awareness to see that wish and to catch it and to know to send them love. You know, these are all the things that come with this. Whole different world. I could have stayed, I, but me 10 years ago would have just been stomping around all day about those two know better than to call me at this time of day, <laughs> you know? <laughs> but within moments, it was released in love. Huge, huge. <laughs> and you're exactly right. It is a different world. And I will tell you from firsthand experiences, the more that you can become aware of these thoughts, speech, actions, and actually change them to be high vibrational through meditation, through mindfulness, because meditation, you're doing it in a moment, you know, in a particular what, whatever length of time you do it mindfulness, you can be mindful in every second of every day. Now, you know, truth be told, you're, that's, I would not strive to be it in, a, you can strive to be it in every second, but it's, you know, most of us aren't, we do, do need to think a minute at times ahead. However, the more that you are practicing both mindfulness and meditation, the more capable you are going to be uh, to become aware and then make these changes to be high vibrational and uh, disengage with the low vibration. Because, and what are some low vibrational activities? Gossip, talking about people, complaining. These are all low vibrational tasks, low vibrational actions that we engage in. So when we become mindful of that and the energy that that generates, you can change it. Mm -hmm. Powerful moments. Like I said, you're already ahead of the game if you are already checking yourself, you know, because some people don't even know to check themselves. Some people are out there gossiping and complaining with like zero awareness about it to where if you are somebody who's gossiping or complaining, but then you're like, go home that night and is like, oh my God, oh God, what did I do? You're already halfway there. Mm -hmm. If you are aware that you're doing it, you're already halfway there. Exactly. You know, so to do it, is it shit happens but if you are catching yourself and you are you're already halfway there yep and there it's just a matter of choice okay what mm -hmm. do i how do i want to how do i want to handle this so 
Um, next is when do we meditate? When do we practice mindfulness? So there are a number. First, I'll we'll tackle mindfulness. Mindfulness can be practiced at any moment in every day, and I encourage you to attempt to practice it as much as you can. Again, especially in those low vibrational moments when we are feeling those low vibrations or we are engaging in a low vibrational activity like gossip, like complaining. These are these are aspects to be very, very aware of and in, an attempt not to participate in. So here's another one. Uh, so that's mindfulness. Uh, oh, mindful. You're walking, and I, I've used this example before, but you you arrive, you're on your way to work and be aware of be aware of how the air is feeling in your vehicle, how uh how the weather looks like, what are the clouds looking like? Is the sun out? Are what types of birds are you seeing in the sky? These are all aspects of mindful and being present at that moment that are helpful. And again, just allow you the opportunity to, to practice. Now, when do you meditate? Now, this, there is every time you meditate is a good time. It doesn't matter. But I will tell you that your mind is more active and less active at different times of the day. The thing is, each of us have different times when it is less and more active. So for me, First time when I first wake up in the morning, my mind is extremely active and it is tough to get it to dull. What I can tell you is that I have worked very hard at overcoming that. And I have at this point gotten it to where I can, I know this, that it's very active and I know to, I know to, uh, I know how to, to quiet it to, I know how to focus it. I should say, I'm sorry, not quiet it, but when you meditate, try in the morning, try in the afternoon, try in the, in the evening. So you can take a lunch break and take a few minutes and see how your mind is, is responding to you focusing it. If it's really active, maybe you want to try when you're first starting meditation, maybe you want to try when your mind is more quiet. Uh, just to help you get started. However, you don't have to. And in and in all in all actuality, I actually do say, anytime you're practicing when your mind is most active, release judgment, release expectation, and just focus. And and now I'm going to tell you something here in 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 this next in this next uh, point uh, that is going to help you tremendously on. Uh, on meditation. But before I do that, let me finish when you meditate or for how long I should say. Taking a few minutes several times a day is, an, is a very effective strategy. So say you um, meditate in the morning when you wake up for five minutes and you focus your mind for five minutes. Awesome. Then another five minutes during your lunch break, and then another five minutes at night. The more that you practice meditation, where you are sitting with your mind in focus, the more powerful it becomes for you, the more, the more, um, 
training of your mind that you are engaging in the, the, the breaking of the nervous system, the restructuring of the nervous system you're doing. So the more that you could do it, however, you don't have to do it like that. You could take, and now if you're going to do it like one to five minutes throughout every, you know, the day, that's great. Mm. However, you don't have to, you could do it. Let's say if you're going to break it up throughout the day, then you can do it in shorter increments. If you're going to do it once a day, then I do recommend anywhere between uh, like five and 15 minutes. And the longer that you can go, if you can make it 45 and you can, to be honest with you, after this next slide, you'll understand what I'm talking about. You make it 45 minutes, an hour. Um, again, the, that's just training the mind even more breaking the old systems of the nervous system, mm -hmm. old responses. Um, so you take that five, one to five minutes, I'm sorry, you take that five to 15 minutes once a day, rather than the, you know, multiple times a day, about five minutes, either one works. Now, if you're going to, if you're going to do it now, how many times a week you can do it? There is no wrong here. There, it, everything is right. Every time you engage in this activity, you're helping yourself. So the more that you do it, the, ben the more beneficial it becomes faster. Um, so those, but those are the two different times I, I would recommend. Five to 15 or five to more, um, like maybe three or four times a week. And if you engage in the, the one to three times a day, about five minutes, then you want to do that again, or that also three to four times a week. If it, yeah, if I saw a study, it was like, I don't know, three, four years ago, I saw a study that showed with like, say in the morning, just focusing two minutes, what a huge difference that made in your whole brain for the rest of the day. So you can imagine the more you do this, how big the change is. And so I thought maybe like a good exercise is what I would do with the kids. In the very beginning, if you're somebody who is like never meditated, don't even know where to start, set a timer for two minutes, pick an object to focus on. And then if you find yourself looking away from that object, it's okay. Just remind yourself to look back to it it's a good very very beginning training exercise and then with the two minutes is up you're good but during that two minutes if you look away from your object it's okay just kind of refocus it's a nice little brain training exercise and when chris was talking about like later on like the 45 minutes the hour let me tell you you're probably like oh but that would be so long um there are times that it's like a blink there are times that you, you are not even here anymore. You are somewhere else. And you look at the clock and go, holy shit, an hour and a half just went by. Mm -hmm. <laughs> because you were somewhere else. <laughs> so true. So, and now, like I said, I don't make, it's, you would think that once you know that you can experience that, you'd think you'd be hooked and do it every single day, multiple times a day. I don't do it nearly enough and I already know what can happen, how magical it is. And I still don't do that enough, but yeah, that 45 minutes or two hours can go by in a blink. If, uh, and like Chris said, um, I think one of the biggest thing is to not have expectations. 
I am somebody that goes into everything with a huge magical expectation. And I have found that other people that had zero expectations have like 10 times more the experience that I do once they're, you know, when they get into something. So yes, the no expectations, Chris, is, yeah, you want to drop everything before you, before you do it. Totally. And I'll tell you, you're absolutely right. So if you, and this is that, (laughs) I actually have this sentence on the slide that I'm looking at from, from my course. If a two minute, if you were to meditate for two minutes every single day, now that's key, every single day for two minutes on love and kindness, specifically on love and kindness. If you meditate two, two minutes every single day on love and kindness, the studies have shown that will rewire your brain to be more optimistic and positive. Huge. Two minutes every day. Everybody has that. Everybody. Yeah. And that will rewire your brain. So, yeah. and it's a huge practice. So, yeah, very, very powerful. And now on to obstacles. And one of the things that I wanted to tell you guys is that this is... <clears throat> I have it under obstacles, but I'm going to tell you now, it's not an obstacle. And that is everybody, not everyone. So many people come to me and say, oh, but my mind is so active. I can't get it to focus for too long. Let me, everybody has that. Everybody, not one person, including myself, although I don't like to say this because I like to always say that I am um, enlightened because I always feel it's always it's, it's, it's always uh, beneficial to focus on the positivity and you can manifest that. Mm-hmm. So in the physical form, you might not feel um, enlightened. So therefore your mind is going to go off your focus. It's inevitable. It's going to happen. However, I call that the meditative dance because what Brooke said is 100% true. And, and to be honest with you, everybody's mind is going to leave. The whole purpose of meditation is to bring it back and to shorten the gap. Sometimes if say I have a light right in front, front of me, right? Say I'm focusing on this light and that's my, that's my focus. That's when I'm keeping it on. My mind is going to go off into a hockey game. It's going to go off into whatever it goes off to the clouds, uh, uh, stuff I have for homework that I need to take care of things I need to do for work. It's going to leave the meditative dance is noticing that it left your light, your focus, and then bringing it back. And focus is your center. So sometimes you hear people say, what's your center? What's your focus? It's the same thing. Your center is whatever you're focusing on. So once it leaves, however long it takes you, it could take you a minute to notice. It could take you 10 seconds to notice that it went away, just bring it back to wherever you last left off and focus again. And for as long as you can, until it leaves again, focus on the light. And then when it leaves, notice it, you bring it back. What's happening there, what you are building is the awareness of your mind and where it went to. So you notice that it left your center. Okay, now bring it back. That is creating the awareness that we're looking for. That meditative dance is crucial. So many people, and again, that's why I have it under obstacles, view it as an obstacle when it is not. It's really 
you retraining the mind, you developing the awareness that you are looking for to create the center, to create the focus. It is not an obstacle. It is, in, it is inevitable. Know that and do the dance. Bring it back without judgment, without expectations. Just be centered and focused. Yeah, because I've seen people get frustrated. Exactly. I've seen people go, oh, it's not working. No, it's, not. it's like, no, no, it's okay. That's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Re- refocus. Like it's a, but I've seen people get so frustrated, you know, and they're just like, well, I'm not doing it because it's not working right this time. No, that's, that's part of the training. You just have to keep recentering. <laughs> yes. Now, the next obstacle and, and an actual more legit one is, when really not even legit. <laughs> now that we talked about two minutes a day and, you know, three times a day for maybe five minutes at a time, we can all find that time. But time is a perceived obstacle. It is now, a perceived obstacle for sure. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. So it's like this. I, I heard this story before where, uh, and I don't know, it's like an old Chinese proverb or something like that, where they say there's a penny on the ground. Try to pick that penny up. There is no trying. You either do it or you don't. This meditation mindfulness is the exact same thing. It's not a try. No, I thing. cannot believe you just said that. I've watched in the last two days, three people pick pennies up. <laughs> I watched a kid reach down, grab one, pick it right up. Mm-hmm. I watched another lady be like bend over a little slower and pick it up. Mm-hmm. The third man I watched at Rose's yesterday I wanted to help him so bad, but I didn't. Something's like, don't, no, 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 no. He bent over and it's like each time he was like, he was like down to like a foot away from it and like six inches away from it. And like, I knew he was not going to leave this penny. He was going to get it. He made it there, but it took him longer. (laughs) But I cannot believe that you just used that analogy when I saw it three times in the last two days and the last man having a harder time, but making it down and getting that penny. Mm -hmm. Love that is it. crazy. Yeah, that is. <laughs> it's one that I use a lot too. So and that's... I like I know like like people pick up pennies all the time. But these last couple of days, I like it was so in my awareness. Like it was, <laughs> I knew there was something to this penny thing because I was seeing it, noticing it so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's crazy. All right, I'm sorry. Go ahead. It's all good. <laughs> love it. I love it. But it's true. You know, we don't. You don't try to meditate. You either do it or you don't. It's not, and, and we release the judgment, we, we release expectations of, of what you're thinking it should be and what you think you should get out of it. And you'd simply be in that moment, you focus or you be in that moment through mindfulness. The next is a lot of people get wrapped up in the expectations and what they think you should be getting out of it, like immediate, they, they want immediate results. It just doesn't work like that. You can't wake up tomorrow, run a mile, and then go, okay, I'm ready to run a marathon. Just does not work like that. It requires time. Like everything, divine timing is a true thing. It's, it, it exists. And the more that we are practicing, I will tell you, the better you become at it and the more you allow to come into you, not even allow to come into you, but the more awareness that you build of what is coming to you. So be aware of what expectations and judgments you are putting on these meditations. It is a very 
it, it's it's intentional that I keep saying release expectations and judgments. Yeah. And I'll tell you everything that we're giving you today. I, I am I'm I've taken many classes on how to meditate. I've worked with many individuals who teach you how to meditate and no one has ever given me this information. It is. So what you're getting here is a ton of information and extremely beneficial over years of practicing it and seeing other people and what they do, how they work it. So um, hopefully you guys will get, not hopefully, you will get everything that you need from this. It's just a matter of you actually participating in it and doing the things that we're saying, releasing judgments, releasing the expectations, being proud of yourself, of actually engaging in these activities. That's huge and a great way for you to begin to raise your vibration. Just knowing that you're participating in this, that you're trying to better yourself, that you're trying to be centered more yeah. is, a, is, a, is, is a high vibrational uh, thing to feel and very important to your movements forward. Take pride in what you're doing, what, how you're bettering yourself and becoming aware, centering yourself. And you're, what you are also doing is decreasing the way in which these energies are moving you, both high and low. Like we don't want to be driven by our emotions and the energy of like that very second too much. You know, we want to stay just above um, that, that flat line, if you will, you know? Yeah. And I, I don't know. I like to think of it when I, when I'm doing any kind of like practice that is, you know, whether it's with nature or meditation or anything, I like to like think that that is my like vibration telling the universe, like, okay, like I'm ready for more now. Like I'm ready for more information. I'm ready for more guidance. I'm, and so it's almost like when you're doing these practices, you're letting the universe know that you're ready for more. Mm. Like you want to see more, you want to hear more. And so, you know, you might start meditating and it might not come during meditation, but you might find out that through that week, you notice something you never noticed before a thought came into your mind that you've never really thought of before. So it's like, when you start these practices, you're almost telling universe like, Hey, I'm ready for some stuff, you know? And so it, it all, it just all goes together. Exactly. You know? I'll, I'll give you an example uh, of how I use it and how much, how amazing it is to be present in these moments and to practice meditation often. Cause I practice it every day. Um, for at least a half hour every single day. And I'll be frank with you. I meditate at like three o'clock in the morning because sometimes my days are pretty filled. Um, and, you know, I also want to spend time with my family, but I never go without it. So what I'll do is when I wake up in the, in the middle of the night, I'll go into a meditation for anywhere between a half hour and an hour. And what I'll say there is like a lot of you may go, oh my gosh, but when do you sleep? The thing is when you're in meditation, if you relax enough and I'll wear this watch that, that, that calculates uh, my sleep pattern and the depth of sleep that I'm in and my heart rate and all that, when I'm in a deep meditation, like three o'clock in the morning, my watch actually registers me sometimes in REM. And I'm, oh, not, yeah. I'm not in REM, 
but my, but my, my vital signs throughout my body are so relaxed and calm that it's registering it in REM. Yeah. Yeah. I said, well, we told you, you, you might disappear for an hour. I mean, you do your body completely just, ah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, I believe it. I, it, I never thought about that way before thinking that my body is probably more at rest when I'm meditating than when I'm actually sleeping. Yes. You know? And, yeah. and, and that's one thing that I'll take you guys, I'll walk you guys through right now. And, and actually this isn't even, this isn't even something that I put in my meditation. When you are getting ready to meditate, okay, you ultimately want to be relaxed. Now, a lot of people, when I first started meditating, I used to like grasp my hands real tightly. My shoulders would be tensed and up and I'd be like, <clears throat> I'm bringing, I'm putting light into my body. You know, I was defeating the purpose of meditation. The entire purpose of meditation is to relax your mind and body so that you are, are allowing that focus because <clears throat> when we are, it's just like the penny thing. We don't try. Everything that we need is already within us. All we are doing in meditation and <clears throat> mindfulness is creating the awareness, yes, but also allowing whatever is within, within us to actually come up and be revealed. So you want to be as relaxed as possible. And <clears throat> like body scan meditations are great um, mm -hmm. uh, meditation to, to develop that awareness of the, the tense intenseness of the muscles within your body. You keep doing body scan meditations and become aware of how tense your shoulders are, how tense your hands are, and then just relax them. And one of the best ways that I have discovered on how to relax everything is through the breathing. So a couple, and I mean a couple, like four deep breaths in, and as you exhale, allowing your body to relax is a great way to begin that process of relaxing the muscles. So a deep breath in, tense, everything's a little bit more tense as you put all that oxygen into your chest, to your stomach, and then release, and then allow your body to relax into that into that breath, into that exhale, you do that four times, your body is going to start to react to that in a very positive way and find that relaxing point that it's looking for. From there, all, you're, all you are doing is simply allowing. You are allowing. So, <clears throat> and we're going to talk about this. Um, we're going we're gonna to talk about something here in, in a few moments, so, though. <clears throat> So I have a couple statements here, but the, that, that's, a, that's a huge segment there. So definitely be aware of that. And, and you guys can co go back and take notes on all of this. It's, it, it could be helpful. Um, a couple statements that I have here uh, as part of my course that I'm just going to give you guys now is uh, statements of meditation. At, when, you're, when you are uh, in the moment of uh, meditation, you can state at this moment, I ask that you be aware of judgments <clears throat> and let those judgments go. And I, again, that's intentional that I keep bringing this up. Uh, 
second statement, they, they, meditation are techniques used to help us connect with the present moment, release judgment, recognize thoughts, tolerate and cope with low vibrational emotions, thoughts. And then to help with taking back the third statement is it helps you with taking back control of our own well-being and peace of mind. So much of us today are wrapped up in these thoughts and emotions that we allow them to be our drive drivers in life. We, we allow fear to drive whether or not we wear a mask. And I just say that, you know, blanketly, uh, just as the first example that came to my mind. Fear is never a driver to never be a driver for you. Um, so when you sit in the moment, in the present moment, and allow yourself the opportunity to truly release judgments of whatever it is you judge and be in that present moment, you are taking back control of your own mind and not allowing those emotions, not allowing those thoughts to drive you into something that you're not necessarily meant to be driven to. Yeah. Because remember, the ego mind is a, is a thing here. Yeah. And that's why Chris is bringing this up is like, it is we, it is so go time for us to bring into our awareness because we are getting so much communication and we are getting so much that it's, and this is something that all of us are supposed to be doing and capable of doing. And we're just telling you these steps of how to open yourself up to start receiving the communication that you're going to be getting that could be different than what other people are getting that's going to help people in a different way. You know, it's so that's why, like, right now, like, we know there's so much going on. And so all this is possible. And just as many people as possible to get their information to start helping, you know, just the better. <laughs> mm-hmm. Exactly. And with okay so we just talked about with every with every meditation you want to relax right and the more that you do it the more awareness you're building creating within you before you go into any meditation you want to have an intention what are you looking to get out of it now this is not a judgment or an expectation we are releasing them but you do want to have an intention so what am I intending to focus on? That's an intention. You could, you could set an intention of clearing my energy. Say I feel a low, a low vibration. I'm setting an intention to cleanse my energy and to fill it with light. Say my body has been feeling tense. And I want to send an intention of simply relaxing. These are amazing. You want to keep the intention high vibrational. Uh, you can set an intention of opening your chakras. Your intentions are everything in the spiritual mm-hmm. world. Everything. Yeah. Yep. And, and every time you engage in meditation, you are essentially allowing the spiritual side of your soul to come forward. So if you set the intention as a high vibration, your soul can step forward a little bit more and um, provide that high vibrational intention to you yeah i mean the intention is everything pretty much in everything we do i had a friend call me the other day she wanted to go um she had four rocks 
and she had four different things she wanted to let go of. And so she wanted to go out and throw these rocks, you know? So she grabs the, you know, so I see her take the first one and just start going, blah, 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 blah. This one is blah, blah, blah. I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I was like, take a deep breath. I was like, hold that rock, feel that rock, take a deep breath, make sure you pull it all into your heart and then tell the rock what it is that you're releasing you know it's like they she had to bring it to her soul she's talking from her head like oh blah 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 I'm like, oh it's this isn't gonna work if you're doing it that way you gotta you gotta do this from the soul you know <laughs> so this, it's all bro. about going to your heart it's all about going to your heart and then that way you know it's coming from your soul love it yes yeah absolutely you so know, and, and it's and it's a good thing it's set up like that because we get a lot of bullshit here in our head. So mm-hmm. it's a good thing that, you know, because we could be like, oh, I just wish that person would just go blah, you know. And so it's a really good thing that it doesn't go off just what our mind says it does. Because We have a thousand shitty things passing through there every day mm-hmm. in order for something to really start being coming into fruition is once you brought that thought down into your heart. So yeah, if you had somebody with a really bad thing, they're like, no, I really want this thing to happen. But you know, it works, works a little like thousand times more powerful when it's, when it's something good, you know, but so it's a good thing. It's set up like that, that, you know, we have to really go to our soul when we really have an intention. So it's all about always just taking that deep breath and going, let me feel that tingle right here in my heart before I do this, mm-hmm. you know, always bring that intention there. Totally. But intention is intention is everything for everything. One hundred percent, yes. Yeah. So that could be like just like what Brooke was saying, letting go of of a feeling that you're carrying with you. Sorry, that or, was that was a little hawk. I was like, I swear to God, if that is an owl, Chris is gonna kill. Me. It just flew <laughs> right here, but it was just a, it was one of those. Um, we usually had the big hawks. It was one of those smaller ones. <laughs> uh, gotcha. Well, I uh, I will tell you, I have seen my owl. Yay! <laughs> I have. Um, yeah. So, uh, but to be discussed uh, later on. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So letting go is um, absolutely something that you could focus or intend on. I mean, letting go of an emotion that you've been carrying with you for a long time, seeing that uh, that that uh, that emotion go, and healing. Healing is a part of letting go. Uh, forgiveness, that could be an intention. Observation. Now, observation is is a observation of your body, observation of your thoughts, observation of your uh, emotions, sensations of energy, of whatever it is. Observation is a huge component of what happens when your observation, your observing i don't even know the the the, the right tense to use um you become an observatory at the more that you meditate because you're just becoming aware so much that any subtle shift within you is is um is you can sense that change immediately and the, the the sooner that you can that you can sense that change the better off you can be with changing the vibration of it so Um, observation is a huge intention to have when you're going in and just observing what it is you're thinking or feeling and do it like 
pay attention, observe your feelings in one meditation or, or your thoughts or thoughts and feelings are the same, but like sensations in another uh, meditation or the energy around you in another meditation, you know, you don't want to overwhelm yourself with, I want to observe my thoughts and emotions in, and uh, the energy in the room, because your mind's going to, you're intentionally scattering your brain. Remember, you want to focus it. So keep the, keep the intention very focused and centered on one thing. Um, filling yourself with white light. We said before, a two-minute love and kindness uh, meditation every day can rewire your brain. A white light meditation is exactly that, where you are literally filling your body with love, light, peace, huge meditation. And it is, that is the meditation that I use every single day where I fill myself with light and love and I exude that light and love. And I intend to exude that light and love in every aspect of my life. That is, that is literally what I do every single day. I, I focus on the white light. I fill myself with white light. And what is white light? White light is love. White light, white light is peace. White light is, um, love and kindness. It's all high vibrational. It's all encompassing. So, and I want to be that light every day. My mantra is I am the light. So I go throughout the day with that intention in mind. And I exude that in everything that I do, or at least I try to. Um, yeah. I feel like Chris is giving you the, um, what's the word? Um, disciplined, the disciplined version. I give you the ADHD version, attention dialed into a higher dimension. So if you do forget to sit in the morning and call in that white light in those few minutes, guess what? When you're driving in your car, before you walk into a building, just go, oh, that's right. Oh, before I walk in this building, you know, pour the light into me, surround me with light so that I may be a light to others and I may share this light, you know? Mm -hmm. So if you forget mm -hmm. to sit in the morning, it's never, too, but it, what, what I'm just trying to say is it's never too late. Like, don't think, oh, I didn't call the light in the morning. You can call the light at any time, you know, but to be disciplined opens you up to just so much more and reprograms you so much more. But if you forget, it's okay if before you're doing something to, oh, real quick, I forgot to call in my light today. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, it's better than nothing. <laughs> True. Actually, you bring up a great point because that is something that people have said to me before. Oh, I, 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 I didn't do it in my usual spot. So therefore I can't do it. That is inaccurate. I you could, go ahead. You already fell for another program. You've already, you know, it's like exactly. my, like I have a kid that's like railroad tracks, lift up, lift up your feet. And I'm like, you believe that? Not me. I'm mm -hmm. like, so if you feel like you have to lift your feet up, you lift your feet up. I'm done. You know? Yes. So it's like, if you get to the point where you think it has to be a certain spot or it has to be, then that, no. <laughs> yeah, you're exactly right. There, there yeah. is no right or wrong spot. The spot that you do it is the right spot. Yeah. Pure and simple. And we might have a preferable spot, you know, but it doesn't exactly. have to be that spot. You have a spot you prefer. Like I would prefer in the sunshine on that log right there on a 70 degree day, but it's not always going to be like that. <laughs> Well, here, here, here's, here is an intent that you can set. So a lot of people say, okay, I need to find a quiet place to go where nobody's around and no one's talking to me. That's not accurate. You don't have to. And I'll tell you this, because this is something that I work on. I will meditate 
in like downstairs with the TV on my wife right next to me, uh, the kids playing in the next room or uh, wherever they are in the house, playing music, whatever. And I'll literally go into a meditation and intentionally I'll go into a meditation so that I can release and focus my mind even more. So like I am going into every situation or that situation with all these potential or perceived distractions, but I am able to focus my mind at that moment. Now, am I going to, am I, am I saying that, okay, tomorrow you're going to be able to do that? No. But what you do is you practice, you try, you pick the penny up. You don't, you don't try to pick the penny up. You do it. Now you try to focus your mind, knowing that your mind's going to go away. It's going to go to those sounds, but you release judgment of those sounds. You release expectation and you bring it back to center. There was a, a study done on some uh, monks now. Okay. Monks meditate a lot. I get you. However, the monks are no different than you. You're capable of getting there. It's just a matter of they actually do it. We don't. Now you can do it. Now you know you can do it. Now go do it. Now pick that penny up. And monks, they were, they were, uh, they intentionally studied monks on their ability to separate from noisy environments, even though they were in that environment. And they found that with an, ex with an intensity that they were, weren't expecting that these monks were able to separate themselves, lower their blood pressure, relax, even in an environment that could be perceived as being uh, too intense to do that in, the monks were able to do it. I will tell you firsthand, you can do it. You just have to practice. You have to want to, you have to pick the penny up, put yourself in that situation and try to meditate. I literally have meditated. And when I say meditate, I mean, focused my mind without distraction or, or I engaged in the meditative dance in classrooms to where I was working with students running around the class. Now, not running around the class. I'm sorry. They were sitting there engaged in, in activities, but they were talking, they were raising their hand. They were communicating with the teacher. I was not the teacher at the time I was observing the class. Um, on these particular days, but, but there was movement, there was action, there was communication that was going back and forth. And I focused my mind and kept my eyes open and just allowed that moment to not impact me in a low vibrational way, even though that could have been perceived chaotic. Now, that's another thing that I, I want to communicate with you. All right. So intention, what is your intention? My intention at that moment was to release my focus on all the chaos of the room and focus solely on. And what I was doing at that moment was sending light to the room. And it, it was amazing. So you can do this at any second of any day. When you realize that it is just the focus of the mind, you know your, your mind's going to engage in the, in the meditational dance and you just bring it back. That's it. Mm -hmm. Without judgment, without expectation. Um, but there was something that I said there that I wanted to bring to you guys. But anyway, uh, the, there is no right or wrong place. You could do this at any given moment in, on any given day. And I encourage you to do that. So, oh, um, yeah, but these monks lowered their blood pressure in these moments, did not allow it to get uh, out of control, maintained focus, maintained uh, peacefulness in these um, 
perceived uh, low vibrational situations. Do you have something? I don't want to interrupt you. No, I was thinking, I was like, no, I don't want to, I, keep, I always throw my mom under the bus. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I've gotten to the point where I was like, that I am good at, like, I always do the thing, I'll say, listen for the silence. So whenever things are loud and, and I'm somebody who, I've come a long way. Like I get overwhelmed, like overstimulated. And I think that comes along with, I'm so active inside my brain that if something else is going on outside, I've already had, I already have so much going on that it's just, I get overstimulated. And, uh, but I've done really good at saying like, listen for the silence, listen for the silence. And I'm actually able to hear silence through chaos. But like with my mom, I still have these moments that like, we talk about my blood pressure, my neck gets all red, that for some reason it could be a trigger for me when she, when I see her name on my phone. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I always have to stop and go, because at first I'm like, ah, and I'm like, hello. <laughs> That's awesome. And depending on what she says. So like I said, there's times that I am, I can do my blood pressure, but it's like, when she starts going into something, I can't just hang up. Well, I guess I could hang up on her. Yeah, I'm just going to hang up on her next time. All right, go ahead. <laughs> That's right. going to be my solution. Because, <laughs> so, you know, once you're in a conversation, it's hard when you're in the thick of it, you know, with somebody. Yes. Totally. Uh, yeah, but I can do a deep breath before I answer. But, like, you know, once you're, once you're in the conversation, things change. Mm. So true. <laughs> so true. But your awareness, yeah, will help there for sure as you're describing yeah so the next I thing have, i have two situations when it comes to them calling me and i'm like okay like i was saying to my husband i was like all right i was like am i supposed to be learning from them is there is there something there's two of these people with the same situation that like it's the same trigger for me and i'm like i keep trying to internalize you have to be willing to do that. You have to be willing to call your own self out on your bullshit. You have to be willing to like, like if you're not willing to go, I got some shit in here, then like you're, it's going to be a hard spiritual journey. You got to be willing to know that you've got a bunch of crap too, you know? And so, but with these two situations, I'm like, I don't know. Am I, maybe I'm supposed to just be putting those two in their place, <laughs> you know? Yes. Like maybe that is the purpose. Like I've always tried to be calm, calm, calm. Maybe I'm, and I am trying to figure out what it is that I'm supposed to be learning, but it's not coming. I'm usually pretty good about picking apart my lessons. I'm like, well, maybe I'm supposed to be putting them in their place. <laughs> you know, yep. I don't know. Sorry. I just went on a little vent there. It's all good. Well, <laughs> I'll, I'll give you an example real quick, guys, of <clears throat> being present, even in the car can provide you with some amazing uh, messages amazing instances of just divine beauty and love <clears throat> there's a there currently are a lot of changes happening in my life i mean profound messages that they've been telling me <clears throat> are coming for a while now and i'm at the state now where those changes are taking place and it's a lot and a lot of good. That's a lot of good. So the other day I'm in my car driving to work and my wife and I, we were making a purchase. We were trading in our old camper and getting a newer one. And we, we just wanted to make sure it was a good move. 
Now, I will tell you, I sat in observation for a, for many, many days because I never make an I never make a decision just like that, or rarely do I, unless I already know that it was coming. And so I I sit in observation and I just okay, how am I? I'm I'm observing. How am I feeling about that? Okay, am I noticing any? thoughts of low vibration around it what's going on what's happening and i'm just noticing i'm just a, a, aware so i'm on my way to work the other day my wife and i were talking about it on the phone and probably about a mm, hundred yards in front of me i kid you not but i was i was present in that very moment i saw a blue mm -hmm. heron fly across the road mm -hmm. Again, about 100 yards in front of me, and I, I know what blue herns look like, and I'm just sitting there going, oh, my gosh, I, I just saw a blue hern, and it was at the moment that we were discussing the purchase, the camper, yeah. whether or not we should go with it. So I, look, I, I, I break out in the tears because I'm like, oh, my gosh, they're talking to me. Like, that is a sign. Blue herns yeah. are amazing signs. So then I make a turn. And I see a lot of hawks. I'll be straight with you. You guys know it's my spirit animal. I see a ton of them and I drive, I'm driving down the street. And, and at this point in my drive, I usually don't see hawks. I'm, I'm real close to work. And, uh, and I'm like, all right, I got the blue heron. That's my, that's my sign. We're good to go. And I'm driving. I turn down one of my last streets and I see a hawk at a place. I don't see hawks. And I knew immediately like, wow, they really are letting me know this is okay to do. And uh, again, I kind of, I like break out in the tears, you know, I'm like, man, they are just really sending me signs. My point here is that I was being mindful in these moments. I was being present in that moment. And I was noticing these signs. What I will say is signs don't happen. They happen all the time. Yes. Um, but it's it's our distracted mind that really doesn't allow us to receive those messages or then we start to question mm -hmm. question it and you know these are these are aspects that we want to let go of we want to quiet that mind and be in these present moments and allow those messages to be felt and believe them for what they are because they are beautiful a couple of days later i'm driving down the street for whatever reason the fox has been coming to me a lot lately like physically seeing foxes. I was driving. We, I take pictures of birds. I'm, I'm sure you guys know. And uh, a fox walking, I could see him like probably about 50 yards out in a field. And out of nowhere, he stops, turns around. I swear to you, turns around, looks at me and my wife taking the picture, drops on the ground and spent at least 20 minutes just rolling around in the ground right there in front of us while we're taking pictures. And the other day on the way to work, I'm driving down the street. I've never seen a fox on my way to work, a fox lying on the ground, sitting there. I stopped, I pulled over, rolled down my window and started taking his picture. And he just, he's looking at me. It's like, yep, I'm here. So being present in these moments allows you to see these opportunities, these messages being relayed to you in some instances. Now, these are all external messages. We've discussed already that there are a lot of messages that are already within you. Everything you need is already within you. Yeah. But like I've, I've always said, like they, they train us. It's like, so what the more we start noticing, the more we start picking up, 
it's like we're kind of like passing these little tests that we know that we're you know that they're like okay well we can feed feed you a little more feed you a little more feed you a little more you know so it's like almost like per everything you notice you're going to get something else exactly you know yep so now let's talk about the types of meditations that there are because there is an endless number of meditations that you can engage in first one is we're going to talk about a couple um visualization actually there are endless yeah there are an endless number of meditations out there but the types of meditations are within the realm that i'm about to give you so the types of meditation visualization that is where you have an image in your mind now i tell you guys that meditation is a focus of the mind okay but that focus could be you walking a vi- walking in a visualization through your mind your mind is focused on where that visualization is taking you so i have i have a number of meditations out there that work with work with visualizations where they are guiding you through uh one of my meditations is it walks you through a, a waterfall of white light and you can do meditations with your eyes open or closed, whatever is most comfortable for you. There again, and I can't stress this enough. There is no right or wrong. It is whatever works for you. It yeah. is just a matter of you doing it. So uh, visualizations, guide it and not guide it. So a guided meditation is something where somebody else is guiding you through the visualization or guiding you through the meditation not guided is where you are doing the guiding. You are setting the course. You are the one focusing your mind. Um, And I've talked to people who, um, you know, we we always have somebody who wants to judge, which is the higher way and which is the lower way, you know, and there's, I've talked to people that are just like, oh, you're soliciting the guided meditations. And I'm like, yeah, they rock you know what i mean mm-hmm. so some of these things comes come down to a preference and it is good to do one by yourself and just say you know just see what's going on i love guided meditations mm-hmm. i mean i could have 20 people tell me like you know <laughs> i love guided meditations and those are the ones that i go places in you know and i i can do the same one three times in a row and see different creatures different animals a different place every time you know, depending mm-hmm. on what is in my subconscious and what I'm going through and what needs to be healed at that moment or what I need to see at that moment or what I need to feel at that moment. Like you would think once you've done a guided meditation once, the same one, you would think that you kind of get the same idea every time. Mm-hmm. No, no, you can, you can one time just go in a, you're in a forest with a wolf and another time you're in a field with a stream with pixies and mushrooms. Like it's... <laughs> it's not the same every time you can go different places i love a guided meditation but it's just funny that like i've been like you still do guided meditations from people (laughs) and i'm like heck yeah (laughs) you know what's interesting is you could say you want communication from your guides or angels or ascendant masters whoever a past relative you could literally call upon them to help you with the guide and guidance yeah. and, and help you with um, going into a meditation. And, and that could be your intention. So my intention is to receive communication from the spiritual realm. Then 
because all these questions, everything is already within you. That is something I'm going to try to continue to repeat. Everything you need is already within you. Meditation provides you with the focus to simply become aware of it. So if you go to your guides and say, please help me discover the meditation that I need that works best or discover what my gifts are or whatever it is that you want, Mm-hmm. call your guides in for assistance, then go into whatever you feel like yeah. visualization, guide it, not guide it. And that's like you said, the biggest thing is to not have an expectation. I think of this one guy that I did the first time I went in for like a healing, but I think um, I had more in my mind, the people I was going to see when I got in there. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was no person. It was all of my, it was all my pets that I ever owned you know, doing different things. But I went in there thinking it was going to be people or loved ones that were going to help me. The next time doing the same one, I had the intention of my pop-up. Well, I even went, you know, you kind of get to pick which, which kind of tunnel you're going into. I was like, oh, I'm going to go into a cavern with stalactites and stalagmites because that's where pop-up would always take us. Mm -hmm. And he was, well, I never like saw him you know, his spirit was there because it was all like gnomes and fairies and mushrooms, which are stories that he always told me, you know, but so sometimes it's not what you think. I was thinking I'd be sitting in the field like Indian style across from him because that's usually how I see being him talking. But no, it took me to a whole different like fairy tale world, you know, so it wasn't him, but it was him because those are the stories that he would tell me. So like I said, the, the zero expectations are the best because you never know how it's going to be shown to you, yep. you know, or told to you. So you really just have to be open and ready for anything. So true. And okay. So, and, and, and I love your examples, Brooke, because they are spot on. And I know so many people out there have similar types of, um, thoughts so these these examples that brooks brook are are these examples that brook is are providing are hopefully no doubt helping you guys understand because i know that yeah sometimes i don't cover all that and yeah so thank you for that for sure well that's just the kind of student i am i'm the kind of student that i always need that side comment and that's what makes Mm -hmm. my bell go off yep yep love (laughs) it yes and I appreciate it immensely. So another type, another type of meditation, though, is um, observational ones. So you have a body scan where you are. And, and, and I'll tell you now, all these meditation types that we're talking about are already available to you for free. I know I have all these out there for free on YouTube and Rumble and all those other places. Um, so you have a body scan observational one where you're focusing on different parts of the body. You have a breath one where you're simply focusing on your breath. And the cool thing about body scans and breathing is that they are available to you wherever you go. You don't need headphones. You don't need, um, you don't need to be in any particular place. You can focus your mind on these types of observational, uh, meditations wherever you are regardless. You don't need equipment. You don't need headphones, nothing. Um, You could focus on the energy around you or the energy you feel within you. Awesome, awesome, awesome meditations. Now, the next one is uh, using equipment like 
um, headphones and binaural beats. Now, some of my meditations, I know specifically you do need uh, headphones, but that's just because of the audio quality is, you know, I don't not working with any kind of studio. Um, and some of them are very low. But once you get the premise, you don't need that and you can go on your own. If you want to work on your Claire audience, and we've already talked about your Claire's, binaural beats are a great way to do that. Uh, being out in nature is also another way to do that. But what you're trying to do when you're listening to binaural beats is, and you're working on the development of your gifts, you are listening for the different sounds that you hear, and then you focus on one of them. And, and, and that focus only needs to be for like, three seconds, two seconds. It's very, very short period of time, but it allows you to pick up and, and distinctly focus on a very low sounding <laughs> frequency within the binaural beat. It's a huge mm -hmm. meditation type and a very good one. Now, some of the others, you have uh, a mantra um, like the ohm one and ohm is actually uh, a three syllable um, mantra where you're going, oh, um, and there are, when you do that, you feel that in different areas of your body, you feel that vibration. Now that mantra in and of itself is an extremely high vibrational mantra and it gets your body um, acclimated to a high frequency in those uh, sounds. It'll end with the vibration in your lips, but you can also feel it in your belly too. Keep doing it, practicing it, and notice where those sounds are felt within your body. And if you don't feel it there, work on putting it there. That's a great exercise to do. The next are I am statements. Another, I have already told you, I use the one I am light. Any statement that you make after or any word you put after I am is an extremely powerful statement because you are that. So you always, always, always want to keep this high vibrational. I am light. I am love. Now you just focus on I am statements. That is absolutely a meditation <clears throat> and very powerful ones that you can engage in. I am light. I am love. I am beautiful. I am kind. I am spiritual. I am a friend. I am open. I am whatever you put after I am just keep mm -hmm. it high vibrational. And you are, that is a meditation. And I told you guys before, probably multiple times that I started using this, the worse I felt, the darker I felt, the more I would walk around and go, I am love. I am light. I am peace. I am love. I, and at those times it's not what I was feeling, but when I started saying it, it's, like I said, slowly but surely, I did become those things, you know? Mm -hmm. <laughs> but it's like I could have stayed in that yucky place all day, but you know, I, I would just start with that. Every time I felt bad, I would just start with my, I am light, I am love, I am peace. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Now, we're almost done, and I know we're running long. So <clears throat> the next one is a movement type of meditation. Now, <clears throat> you have Tai Chi, you have Kai, Kai, uh, Kai, 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 Qigong, Qigong, you have yoga and you just walking. Now, 
in all of these exercises you are practicing, because again, meditation is a focus of the mind. Mindfulness is present in this very moment. Those are very simple, simple um, uh, definitions of what meditation and mindfulness are, but they are accurate. So it doesn't matter what you are doing. Walking down the street, if you are focusing your attention on how your feet feel when you, you when your feet hit the ground, that is a meditation. If you are observing the clouds and focused on that clouds, you are practicing meditation. You're practicing mindfulness. You are in that very moment. You're walking down the street and you hear the sounds of the birds listening. You and you focus that. You intend. You intentionally. You set the intention of doing that. You're. You, you set the intention, you're doing, you're doing, you're practicing the focus, you're there. So, so you're, you're beginning to see that you can practice this at any given moment throughout the day. Yoga is another uh, movement type of meditation where you're focusing on your body and how it feels in these different poses. And then you're breathing to allow for the body to relax more. Huge, huge. Um, Pop quiz, Chris. What's my favorite way to meditate? Outside. Mm -hmm. When do I get all my answers? I want to say walking. Mowing on the, the grass. Oh, mowing the grass. I'm sorry. I, oh, I kept seeing. I talk about mowing the grass and my answers coming in. You're true. You're, you're you're right about that. But I, I kept actually, seeing you on a beach. Yes. Well, yes. You know why? Because you have actually. You have seen me in your mind's eye on the beach. And so that may be the reason you go there first mm. is because that was one of your first things from when I, you know, came to you for a reading. Mm. So that might, that might be where you go. You go to your mind's eye version of me. Yes. That's you know what exactly I mean? what, cause that's what I was seeing. I can see you literally now I can see you walking horizontally on a beach along the, the water's edge. That's yeah. literally what I see right now. Yeah, that is for some reason the the beach and the story that you have of me or maybe my soul that that's more of what you see because when you do readings you're you're more seeing the person's soul than you are their human. Yeah. You know, so yeah, you're seeing me on the, you um so that is how you would picture me because that's how you uh you see me in your mind's eye on um on the beach a lot. But I was so excited yesterday to see that my grass crazy enough needs to be cut. So I started mowing yesterday going, yes, here we come. Here come all my good answers that I get when I mow the grass. And cool. I was in bare feet and I stepped in a big pile of dog poo. And then I was done for a while. <laughs> nice, nice. I still find pleasure in those moments. I was telling my husband, I was like, it feels so nice when you first do it. It's just like <laughs> afterwards, <laughs> it starts getting cold and nasty. Oh, uh, that's too funny. <laughs> okay, sorry. All good. Go all ahead, good. as you were. All good. This is a great moment for us to release judgments or expectations. You know, this is a great moment for that because we're allowing the moment to take us, you know, to be present in the moment and, and, and to, to have these interactions with, with each other. And I find them to be amazing. So hopefully you guys can release any judgments as well. But the last type of meditation uh, that we have is the kundalini type of breathing meditation techniques. Now, what I'll tell you about kundalini is it's all about breathing. And when you are using breathing techniques as a meditation, they are very powerful. I do recommend them. Um, 
but you can make up your own. Take a time. Like there's a gentleman named Wim Hof. He, he has this thing where it's like you breathe without, without breaks for a minute. And then, and then you take a deep breath in, hold it for 10 seconds, then release, then, then hold, you know, hold the release for like, I think it's 10 seconds or, or less or something like that. But anyway, you get, you get the point where you are staggering your breathing. You are controlling your breathing. But remember in the beginning, I said, breathing helps you relax. That's exactly what's happening there with Kundalini. It helps with um, um, the Wim Hof method, but in addition to helping you relax, it also helps you regulate. So there have Kundalini and Wim Hof and others that, that work on breathing techniques specifically are regulating your body. Um, they are regulating their blood pressure. Wim Hof regulates his body temperature all through intention and breathing. Because again, when you go back to the triangle, anything that we can do that incorporates thought, emotion uh, as one, um, speech and action, that's a ton of energy. You guys are in more control of your body than you really understand yet. You're, we're, yeah. you're just hitting the surface of how powerful you are. Yeah, it's, it's so funny that we just take breathing for granted because obviously we do it all day, every day. Exactly. But that different techniques, techniques of breathing, there are so many. And what you can actually control your body with breath is crazy. I mean, even if you just lightly look into breath work and pick just maybe like three different types of breaths to use, because there, there's actually so many. But, um, but yeah, breath work, definitely look into that, which is, like I said, you're doing it when we meditate anyway. I mean, even taking a deep breath in and a deep breath out, that alone is excellent breath work, but there is just so much more. Yep. When you mm -hmm. jump into a, a, like Wim Hof, he is all about cold water and does these exercises to where he will go into ice water that literally he is cracking the ice and then he sits in it but he practices breathing to regulate his body temperature and then adjust his body to the temperature at which he needs to tolerate being in that water. And there are people, he has, he has taken teams up mountains. He, he has hiked like large peaked mountains in the dead of winter with shorts only to prove that you can regulate your body and its temperature enough to do that. Now, these are these are mountains in the dead of winter where people need layers and layers of gear, face masks, all that. And he hikes it up with, you know, virtually nothing on except for a pair of shorts to yeah. show that we can do that. And people all over the world are engaging in these kinds of activities. Well, I've recently been trying to turn my shower to cold, not even cold cool and count to 20 and i think i've only made it to 15 so far <laughs> i need to like look up that breath work to uh because i get under there and i'm panicky i need to get under there and just <sighs> yeah you know i i've All done right. i've done the cold shower thing i'm gonna have to look that up yeah and have taken cold showers entire cold showers using the breathing techniques and have and have done it it's it got to the point where there were a few days where I was like, Ooh, I actually want to do it because I want it. I like 
making my, I like beating my body, my, my nervous system, my nervous system, our nervous system is trying to control us. I like showing the nervous system that it's not in control that I am and that what I want will work. Yeah. And, um, so I, that's why I meditate in times when my mind is most active because I'm beating my nervous system. I'm telling my nervous system, you're not in control. I am so, but those, uh, those breathing techniques are very powerful. Uh, yeah. yeah. So let's see, we're almost, we're almost done here. Okay. Actually, no, that is all right. So brief overview. Meditation, mindfulness. Meditation is a focus of the mind. Mindfulness being present in the moment. Set an intention um, before every meditation. What are you looking to get out of it? Uh, Also, uh, release judgment, release expectation. There are several types of meditations. You have visualizations. You have guided and non-guided. You have observational um, meditations, you have movement meditations, and you have breathing meditations. All of them are powerful. Equally so, all of them I recommend. Engage in all of them and see what you will see what one you like best because there is no wrong. There is only right. It is a matter of you just engaging in the activity. Yeah. Obstacles are perceived. Time is we know is not an obstacle obstacle because you can do it at any moment. Any given second of any given day, you can practice a meditation. You can do meditations with your eyes open or closed. You can practice mindfulness at any given second, even driving your car. Uh, What we are trying to do is create distance or separation between your thoughts, your words, and your actions. And you are trying to choose high vibrational aspects to engage in. The faster, the more, the, 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 the quicker you build your awareness to to uh to notice any shifts in energy lower high vibrational or if it is in a low vibrational the quicker you are aware of that then the the, the choice becomes easier to make on raising that vibration mm-hmm. you can do a two-minute love and kindness meditation every single day and that will increase positivity and optimism within your life you there are you can do multiple like one to five minute meditations a day or uh, three to four times a week, or you can do three to four uh, times a week, uh, 15 to 30 minute meditations, your choice. You can do both. Doesn't matter. With my, um, you know, and this is not the ultimate goal. These are more practice things. Um, Something I do, for instance, I know I'm scrolling social media a lot. So how do I incorporate my spiritual life into that? As I'm scrolling and see somebody's name, I will stop and send that person love and kindness. Scrolling, see somebody's name, send that send that person, you know. And especially, I will double it if that person triggered me. If that person triggered me, I will make sure I extra focus on stopping and sending the love and kindness. <laughs> so, but that's just a little exercise that will, uh, you know get get you get you to where that next step is you know that's powerful yeah that's a good one it's a really good one like i said i try to incorporate a like something of my love in every little thing i do no matter how dumb or mundane it might be you know i try to incorporate love into everything yep you know so that's the way i do it with social media i um you know we'll kind of stop every once in a while and 
send send that person love. Beautiful. All right. Intentions can be anything you want. Could be receiving communication from above. Could be cleaning your energy. Could be relaxation. Could be opening chakras. Could could focus. Could be your intention. Letting go and healing could be an intention. Observing your emotions, your feelings, your sensations, energy in general. Uh, white light could be filling your body with light. Light white light could be an intention. Which 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 white light is love, light, kindness acceptance, all high vibrational aspects, uh, hearing, hearing nature, hearing the binaural beats and the focusing of the hearing on a specific frequency can be uh, an intention. Uh, anything you want could be your intention. Just do it and do it often. The more you do it, the better off you will be or the quicker you will get, not quicker, but the, the just engagement is needed. All right. The guys. bottom line. Oh, yeah. sorry. Go ahead. No, no, you're good. Go. The bottom line right now is the reason we're rushing this. We're like so serious, but is finding your peace and your center. Because Chris and I told you a while ago, things are getting bumpy. You see, things are getting bumpy. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, and they are going to get bumpier. And so the reason that is why we need this is through no matter what is getting bumpy in this outside world, you have to find a way to still come into your inner peace and sit in peace because that is going to help what is going on out here. So that's why, that's why we are like really beating this right now is I feel like it's just more important than ever to have found a way to go to peace in yourself because, you know, and not get, you know, there's going to be a whole lot more going on in the external. So need you to be able to be calm in the internal while things are playing out big time in the external, even more to come. Amen. Yes. All right. I'm not going to channel today, guys, because we are running very long. And uh, yeah, and um, we, we gave a lot of information today. So thank you all for joining us, Brooke. Thank you. No problem. Thank you. Absolutely. It's my pleasure. And thank you guys. Hopefully reach out to us. If you have questions, we are absolutely willing to answer whatever you have. Shoot us an email. If you have a topic that you want to want us to discuss, send it to us. We are open to you guys and we want to make this about what you're looking to have answered and we'll help you in every, any way yeah, possible. I, I could go for a challenge because sometimes there's questions I don't think to ask them. Mm -hmm. And so I'm, I'm in for a challenge. If there's a question that you have that maybe I don't know offhand, but see if I can ask and you know I'll take the challenge yeah. <laughs> that could be fun now these I will tell you these podcasts are guided from above and and they kind of set me on a course but I am always willing to uh discuss topics that you guys want to talk about as well so we can definitely throw those in so thank you all so much thank you Brooke I'll see you guys thanks see ya later